Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. We are here 17 floors above Madison Square Garden right here in New York City. And it's my pleasure to be here with you. Check it out. We just saw that there's, what is that, $2 trillion of relief going on with uh, President Trump trying to negotiate a deal with members of Congress. Then we've got... The bodegas. The bodegas are going to be open. Now, this is a funny one because as I was preparing for the show, I was talking to Curtis Sliwa, and he was in the newsroom. Now, it's a rarity. I never, ever, ever see Curtis Sliwa in the newsroom on a Saturday or a Sunday. But here he was because he's downstairs at Penn Station leading these patrols with his volunteer group, the Guardian Angels. And we're talking and we're like, wow, well, let me do my Curtis impression again. Curtis turns to me and he says, you know, this guy, he's like a double shanda. He's like un disgrazia. And of course, he's talking about Mayor Bill de Blasio. Mayor Bill de Blasio is, I think he's actually still on TV with his sign language interpreter. And he had so many things to say about what's going on in the city and all the different things that are happening. But... I can't move forward. I'd be remiss if I did, if I didn't bring up my favorite congresswoman from Queens, New York, the Bronx, New York, from the 14th Congressional District. That's right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, also known as AOC All Out Crazy. Now, All Out Crazy AOC had some interesting things to say on CNN State of the Union. She was talking about, obviously, the coronavirus, because that's all everybody can talk about. But she was talking about the lack of supplies in her district, the lack of supplies in the Bronx, the lack of supplies in Queens, the lack of supplies in New York City. Listen to this. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Uh, most recently, in the last couple of days, we've begun surveying over 500 large supermarkets in New York City. Um, just yesterday. Okay, so AOC was on CNN, and she was talking about this lack of everything. And I find it interesting that she doesn't put the blame on the mayor. She doesn't put the blame on the governor. She puts the blame on the president. Now, that's something that I just, I can't fathom. How is it that you're in the Bronx, you're in Queens, and you want to put the blame on some guy that's in D.C. for a shortage that you don't even have, right? These are things that you don't have in your district. Why? Because there's a severe need here. So why skip every level of government, the city government, the state government, go straight to the feds? Why would we do that? AOC. So let's listen to what she had to say on CNN. What are you hearing from your constituents and the healthcare workers in your district about what they need? 
Yes, well, I have several major hospitals in my district, from Jacoby Medical Center to uh, Elmhurst Hospital, New York Presbyterian. And one of the things that we're hearing over and over again from hospitals, again, is this point on personal protective equipment. There are not enough face masks, gloves, ventilators, hospital beds to get us through this. Many hospitals are already at capacity or are approaching capacity, and there is kind of no real stream in sight from the federal government on where these materials are coming from. You know, companies are donating what they can. That is great. It is not enough. And the fact that the president has not really uh, invoked the Defense Production Act for the purpose of, manufa- of emergency manufacture is going to cost lives. So now AOC, just like Mayor de Blasio, She's really gunning for government control. She wants the government to nationalize industries so that now these people are producing masks. And when she says PPE, that's personal protective equipment like surgical masks, rubber gloves, latex gloves, that type of thing. Why do they want to do that? Because it's their dream. It's a communist dream for AOC. She would love, just like her friend uh, Bolshevik Bill de Blasio, they would both love for the government to own every industry here in the United States. This is what they want. This is what they live for. Government control. So it it comes as no surprise to me. But I I just, I find it so interesting, is the word I'm going to use, that she's on with Jake, a.k.a. Fake Tapper. And Fake Tapper doesn't even say, well, I mean, what's your response to the lack of response from Mayor de Blasio? AOC, what are your thoughts about Governor Cuomo? Nothing. Crickets. It's all on President Trump. I mean, come on. That anyway, let us go to the the following cut, the other AOC cut, where now she wants to put the blame on Trump. Check this out from CNN. The FEMA administrator, I asked him about that. He said it's not needed because so many American companies are stepping up to the plate and volunteering to do the right thing. Your response? It is absolutely needed. You know, we are thankful to anyone who's pitching in on this effort, but we are nowhere near the beds, the capacity and the capacity uh, that we need in this country. And, the, you know, we're hearing it every step of the way from this administration. First, we were hearing it was a hoax. Then we were hearing that everything was fine. Then we were hearing that the fundamentals of the economy was OK until the crash comes. And we cannot wait until people start really dying in large numbers to start production, especially of more complicated equipment like ventilators and hospital beds. We need to start this production right now to get ready for the surge that is coming in two to three weeks. So the surge is coming in two to three weeks. The production has started. I mean, I guess she's not watching the same news conferences that we're watching when we see the president come out and say, I just got off the phone with the CEOs of this company and that it's terrific. It's huge. It's great. They're producing everything they've got to produce. I mean, yesterday he went into detail saying that these machines are so complicated, et cetera. And then the vice president said, well, they're not they're not exactly super complicated machines, but they require a certain amount of time to produce. So I get it. He's saying that it's not a rubber glove. You can't just turn the machine on fast and fast forward and produce more of them. There's more work that goes into that. Granted, I get it. I do get it. AOC seems to think that as long as we beat up Trump, as long as we don't support the president, as long as we poo-poo America, then it's okay. Then there's no problem at all. 
because we're doing what we're supposed to do, trampling the American flag, trampling the American people and beating up on the American president. AOC, you've sunk to a new low today and you weren't really that high on my radar to begin with. Take that for whatever it's worth. Now, check this out. It's always important that we resort to the facts. We can't just spit stuff out there. That's why I get my facts from JustFacts.com. JustFacts.com, F-A-C-T-S. JustFacts.com. And if you go to JustFacts.com slash rich, you can sign up for free to get their newsletter. And they'll update you on all of their new stuff. And they put out new stuff pretty regularly, so I think it's something you don't want to miss. I'm Rich Valdez. You're listening to This Is America. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. This is America. We are still here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, right here in New York City. We're talking about AOC. AOC and her comments on the coronavirus on CNN, where she had a lot to say. She was talking about how President Trump was at fault for all of this because there's no masks in the Bronx, because there's no masks in Queens. And because of that, it was because the president signed but has not fully invoked the Defense Production Act. This is all his fault. I mean, I was waiting for her to say, well, that's because Donald Trump created the coronavirus. I mean, that's all that was left to be said. It was utterly ridiculous. But this is what she had to say. Meanwhile, her comrade, Bolshevik Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, he gave a a press conference speaking about lots of things. And we're going to go through a bunch of different clips of his right now because I want you to hear the things that he was talking about. It was truly, in my opinion, a real letdown. If you were a New Yorker, if you're a New Jerseyan that travels into New York to make your living, if you're an American that even happened to hear this press conference, you share in the embarrassment that I feel for this man right now and for the whole city. But listen to Mayor de Blasio speaking about testing equipment and the testing process here in New York City. Updates. I know uh, some of them, I believe, have been announced about changes in testing uh, locations. Uh, you can hear later on details from the health commissioner and from our uh, health and hospital CEO. Uh, There's been a closure of the site at Jacoby. Uh, We'll explain that uh, when we get to Q&A. Everything is being done specifically related to prioritization. That means ensuring that we get to those individual patients in greatest need, and we do everything we can to use our testing capacity, ease the burden on emergency rooms. Testing has been fully focused on priority needs, uh, structural needs to keep our health system going to reach those in greatest danger. It will be tightly organized uh, according to that principle. Oh, sure it will. Absolutely. Tightly organized. So tight. Tight. It reminds me of Austin Powers. He says, tight, toit, toit, toit like a tiger. This is absolutely ridiculous. This person, this man, this mayor, whatever you want to call him, he, he really, I mean, he's stumbling one after another. He just keeps tripping and falling, crashing and burning. He literally sat there and he said, well, the testing sites are changing. They're not changing. They're at capacity. He's dropping the ball. He's messing things up. But when things happen in in New Jersey and they have to shut things down, it's a failure. And things happen in New York 
and it doesn't happen, well, we're changing the way we're doing delivering testing. We're prioritizing. When President Trump says, if you don't have symptoms, you shouldn't be taking a test, that's reckless and irresponsible. But when Mayor Bill de Blasio says, uh, we're going to prioritize it, it's stand up and clap because he's fantastic. It's absolutely insane. They really think that you are an idiot. They think that I am an idiot. Now, there's a lot of people that think I'm an idiot. So I'll leave that to the side and leave that for argument's sake. But you, come on, you're smarter than that. They know that you know right from wrong. But you know what? These guys are so brazen. They are so drunk on power because now... Like I said yesterday, this is every politician's dream. They absolutely love the fact that when they, they open their mouths, cameras and microphones are everywhere. Nobody cares about them half the time. But now because your livelihood, your ability to go to work is based on their decisions, now, now everything you say matters. I got to tell you, I give Mayor de Blasio a big fat F for being frazzled, for being fearful. He's really, really sloppy. I mean, you, if you watch him, he's sitting there. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know what to do. Poor guy's really crashing and burning. It's a good thing for him that this didn't happen before his reelection because I don't think he would have weathered the storm. But I want you to hear more about what he had to say. So not only are they having issues with testing and moving locations around because they're prioritizing, you know, air quotes, but here's the big major development, right? You've got President Trump that's literally nationalizing industries on the phone day in, day out, talking to CEOs about this, that, and the third. What is Bill de Blasio doing? Oh boy. Now, if you've been to Manhattan lately or anywhere in the boroughs, you'll know parking hasn't been as chaotic because there's four cars driving down the road, but here is his breakthrough solution, breakthrough solution to help our healthcare workers with parking permits. Listen to this. In light of the profound changes in the city, the fact that so much of the city is not operating the way it normally does and, and the idea of commuting has been fundamentally changed and so many parts of our city are not seeing the kind of traffic, et cetera, that we're used to. Uh, we're going to do something temporarily in this crisis uh, and grant parking permits to uh, health care workers who we need uh, to serve this city in this crisis. So there'll be a process to determine who qualifies, and we will begin with 10,000 uh, permits for these heroic workers uh, that we will start to distribute as early as tomorrow. Okay, so <laughs> let me get this straight. People are dropping dead from coronavirus. Here comes Superman Bolshevik Bill de Blasio with his genius idea, I'm going to give out parking permits. Why? Is there a serious gridlock problem in New York? Are you kidding? This man is a joke. So many problems. Yesterday, again, I played audio from the War Room program right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, hosted by Stephen K. Bannon. He interviewed Rudy Giuliani, and Mayor Giuliani said yesterday, and I played you the audio. I'm not going to do it again unless I have to. But he yesterday said there are shutdown hospitals that we shut down for many different reasons that have beds, that have space, that have – there's – there is space. This floating hospital is coming here, not because it's not needed, but because it is staffed and it's ready to go. These other things would be uh, something of last resort. But the point that I'm making is, how is this major breaking news? How is this 
somehow earth shattering. People are ill. People can't breathe. ICUs are at capacity, according to the mayor. And the way we're going to solve this problem is we are going to print 10,000 parking passes for healthcare workers. I'm floored. I would, how easy would it be if I was mayor in my imaginary world of New York City, aka Richville, and Rich Valdez is the mayor? I just tell the traffic cops, so, all right, NYPD traffic division, we're not going to be giving out tickets for a little bit near hospitals. How about that? I don't understand this, this, the need to print 10,000 parking permits for healthcare workers. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't help the healthcare workers. Of course we should. But the point I'm making is his solutions are ridiculous. This is completely asinine. We have a life and death situation where people are being shuttered in their homes. And his answer is, I'm going to pay a city employee to print 10,000 parking permits. And that wasn't the tangent I wanted to go on, but I wanted you to hear that. I want to take a call before we go on. We got Ava in New Jersey. Ava, go for it. Okay, first of all, where was AOC all our craziest Curtis calls her? Yeah, well, he got that one from me, but that's okay. Yeah, well, well, really. Okay. Uh, where was she when the Cuomo announced on the radio, and I've been hearing it all, all day or so far, that he, uh, contracted the military engineers to make the, um, the hospitals and, and uh, several other facilities, including Javits Center, uh, uh, suitable for hospitalization? Right. Yeah. Well, of course, AOC was missing in action because there wasn't a TV camera and fake tapper from CNN wasn't there to interview her. But now that he is, she's got something to say. Of course, President Trump made it very clear right from the beginning. If Governor Cuomo needs the Army Corps of Engineers, he's got him because the federal government's role is here to help. But mayors and governors of states are always looking out for themselves. These guys have holes in their budgets. They don't have enough money to cover things. Why? Because they do stupid things like this, like printing parking passes and paying someone to do it. So what happens? Now they have, they spend all of this money building this massive bureaucracy where you have all these employees that are making way more money than any regular human does. And I'm, uh, that you can put on record, and if the city employees want to hate me, that's fine. I, wor- I worked for the state, and I know as a state worker, I was like the golden goose. Working for the government's like hitting the lotto. I used to pay $8,900 a year for my own uh, personal uh, family of four health care package. I got hired for the state the first year that Christie enacted that they actually had to pay for their benefits, and they had to pay like 1.5% of the actual cost. And guess what? It was like hitting the lotto. I saved myself about $8,000. I paid less than $1,000 a year for a Cadillac medical program of health care through the state of New Jersey when I worked for the Christie administration. It was beautiful and all at taxpayer expense. Obviously, I'm not there anymore. I don't want to take advantage of taxpayers, but I'm just trying to make the point. I hit the lotto when I worked for the government. And I don't mean that literally. I mean it figuratively that most regular people that actually work for a company and put in time and get a paycheck, even if you run your own business, nobody has these beautiful healthcare programs where you pay peanuts for. And it's funny because I remember I was like, wow, this is amazing. I pay less than a thousand bucks a year and I have all this fantastic coverage that let me tell you, every doctor's office loved to take. And I was like, this is so awesome. And my colleagues around me were like, are you kidding me? We've never paid for benefits in our life. 
This guy, Christie's the worst. He's making us pay 1.5% of our annual salary to cover that cost. And in my head, I didn't want to out myself. <laughs> but I was in my head, I was thinking, I was paying nine grand, 8900 I mean, it's a stark comparison to how people that work for the government live and people like everybody else, including radio people. But anyway, I digress. I want to talk about that cost, right? And there's a caller on the line I want to get to because he's making a point that's right in line with what I'm talking about. And then we're going to get back to Mayor Bill de Blasio because he also talked about what other businesses are essential. Then he started talking about how we're going to do what we have to do in Spanish. Then he talked about bodegas. But before we get into all of that stuff, I want to go to Johnny in Staten Island. Johnny, you're on with Rich Valdez on WABC. I was listening to Cuomo today, and then Cuomo was talking about how he was paying for 85 cents a mask, and it goes to $7 a mask. Wow. He was a district attorney general. <laughs> you're going to tell me he has no chance of getting Letitia James or whatever Jersey DA or, or Connecticut DA where they're trying to buy these masks and say, you're gouging from 85 cents to $7? I guess he sucked at being a district attorney. Yeah. But besides that, also, let's not forget, when Bloomberg was around, and uh, I'm not sure where Cuomo was before he started, but we had seen Vincent's Hospital, a major, major hospital facility, because it was in debt, because they couldn't pay the bill. And this is when you had the brand new health care because they were making all the hospitals sink to the ground. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Actually, I remember St. Vincent's had a very active trauma department here uh, downtown, right? Just below Midtown. And I remember I had a, a friend that worked there and it was very robust. It was very, very busy. And then, boom, they had no more money. They were a private hospital. Done. That's what happens when you run out of uh, money. And this is the problem well, that we're facing right now. So we have... So many things that we have to look at, 85 cents versus $7. When will the government stop bloating the cost of things that are necessary for people? If, if these PPE masks are so important, then maybe it's a good idea we get them for as cheap as possible. But I'm going to leave it to the pros to handle that stuff because I do realize this is a free market and supply and demand is a real thing. And before I forget, I want to give a quick shout to Carolyn Queens. Carolyn Queens, thanks for listening. We appreciate that. But let's go back to the audio. Mayor de Blasio, again, just right before I came in. So that was about 35 minutes ago. He was giving this press conference and sounding morbid like always. And after he announced his stellar, stellar, earth shattering proposal of printing 10,000 parking permits for healthcare workers, he also came up with another earth-shattering idea that we need to add to the essential employees list. And this is something I agree with. I do agree that we need to add more people to the essential employees list. The problem is he adds one person or one, one group of people. And I think this is probably the most annoying people that I can – they're the only people that break the rules and always get away with it. They're never wrong. I'm walking down the street, and who flies by me? A biker. So, you know, the other day I was walking, I was like, you know what? There's a few bikers out there that are doing Grubhub and delivering food, and God bless them for doing it because I like it when I order, like, Uber Eats or something like that, and it gets there fast. Great. But I hate it when I have to stop at a red light, the cars have to stop at a red light, and the bikers think, ah, you know, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there, and I'll take whoever, you know, is next to me with me, you know. Come on. That's insane. But, yes, listen to Mayor de Blasio talking about 
the latest on who is essential. Uh, Related to uh, how people get around, there's an excellent question in the last day or two on uh, what is essential in terms of how people uh, deal with this crisis. And the question that was asked to me is if car repair, uh, mechanic shops, automotive shops are being kept open, shouldn't bike repair shops be kept open? I thought it was a very good question. Uh, we in the city have compared notes with the state, and we have agreement that, yes, bike repair shops are essential at this time of crisis because more and more people depend on their bicycles. So, yes, we will instruct uh, that bike repair shops will be treated as essential, uh, and if they are open, uh, all of our enforcement agents will know uh, to respect that and allow them to keep doing their work that we all need. Now, what I want to know is because I drive a really big two-ton, maybe three, whatever it is, Ford Expedition, and I need a tune-up. It's an eight-cylinder engine. It's not necessarily a cheap job, but I like to contribute to the local economy, and I'd love for Wilson, my mechanic on Route 46, I would love for him to change my spark plugs because they need to be changed. But Wilson's closed because apparently he's not an essential person. So I can't fix my car. But I can put the chain back on my bike. This mayor has got to be the biggest, I don't know, you use the euphemism, you fill in the blank. I'm just done with this guy. From banning plastic bags to doing everything else that he does. But again, I want to hear your thoughts. Don't let me do all the talking. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Barbara in Manhattan. Barbara, you're on with Rich Valdez on WABC. Hi. You know, you just mentioned it. They have to rescind that law against plastic bags. All the other, the papers, the multi-use, they invite vermin and every bacteria known to man. It's supposed to be totally in effect April 1st. They have to rescind it. I'm with you. I think it's a good idea to get rid of the bags. Uh at least the cost on the bags, right? I mean, either way, it's it's five cents. I I today I went to Dwayne Reed earlier, and I bought a, a two liter of Pepsi, and the guy looks at me and says, "You want a bag?" And it was like a stare down because I had already swiped my card. So I was like, "Are you going to charge me five cents on top of the you know after make me swipe again?" You know, so I'm I'm thinking, hmm, and it's like the the go ahead make my day, Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, you know. It was that type of moment. And I, I'm looking, I go, I'll take a bag. And he goes, okay. And he just grabs it and hands it to me, put the thing. And I was like, all right. And I got over. I saved five cents. I did not pay. I hope I don't no, get him in hello. trouble. But the issue here, I think, is we uh, don't need to be focused on plastic bags. We need to be focused on saving lives. We need to be focused on doing things that really, really, really need to help people. You know, Governor Murphy saying he needs a hundred billion dollars amongst him and Governor Cuomo and the governor from Connecticut because that's what they they need to to bounce back. Guess what? There's 50 states now. Not everybody's in in bad shape. I get it. I think the issue again is these guys are drunk on power, and every flaw that they've ever had, every mistake they've ever had, every hole in any budget they're trying to plug right now with federal dollars. And they don't realize that those federal dollars come from people. The same tax dollars that they mismanage come from people. It's people that pay things. The government doesn't create anything. And this is what gets me going. Because I think to myself, they talk as if they're some sort of magician. Like somebody, okay, you were elected to do a job, but you weren't elected to be like, hey, let me spend everybody else's money. That's irresponsible. 
But let's continue because the mayor had some choice words for everybody in Spanish. And this is the part I think is kind of funny because he, he's got nothing to say really with regard to anything. But he just loves the, this platform that everybody wants to hear from him. So he comes out and he says, oh, sure, I'm going to be giving health permits. We're printing 10,000 health permits uh, or parking permits for healthcare workers. We are moving around our testing sites because why? Because your testing system failed. But he won't take, you know, any blame for that. He won't say, hey, we dropped the ball, but we're, you know, we're going to get back on the bike. No, he won't do any of those things. This is, this is the problem that I have with him. But listen to Mayor de Blasio talking about what to do in uh, New York City. And when you hear it, I think you're really going to enjoy it because he's saying it in Spanish. And I think it's the perfect segue for what we're going to talk about later with uh, Walmart and with the bodegas and, yes, toilet paper. But right now, I want you to hear Mayor de Blasio's message in Spanish to all New Yorkers. In Spanish, comenzando esta noche, solo los negocios esenciales estarán abiertos en la ciudad de Nueva York. Les insistimos a todos, quédense en casa a menos que tenga que salir por razón esencial y protejan a los más vulnerables. Los meses que vienen van a ser difíciles, pero vamos a superar esta crisis como siempre lo hacen los neoyorquinos. I think that if I were giving him a grade, he'd probably get a good grade because it wasn't that bad. But in terms of his Spanish, but I will say I rather than giving him a grade, I'd rather give him a nickname. Last name Dejo, first name Pen, Pendejo. That's all we've got for today, America. Hasta la próxima. If you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. And Edmund Burke, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like each and every one of you to do nothing. So I implore you to do the right thing. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 